welcome to another Root Issues. This is Chris here. I'm sitting around the table with Bryant Reagan, Steve Woodrow, and we are at the Iron Horse Ranch. And on this Root Issue, we're going to be talking about manhood, the sacred places, and the gathering of the brotherhood. And so today, we're going to be looking at manhood. But first, we want to give a shout out to all of our moms and Mother's Day. Um, Dan Bosco brought an awesome message just looking at Hannah and Samuel and the motherhood and how that impacts boys' lives and daughters' lives. But today we're going to be looking at manhood. So I'm going to toss it over to Steve because we are on this awesome adventure. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Chris. It's great being here. Um, obviously, the uh, the Iron Horse Ranch is a place that at least Brant and I and many others is, is a sacred place of years over a decade. 15, or I don't know how many years, but a lot of years, maybe 15 years uh more actually for me um of just spending time here with family and friends and um but yeah let's drill in let me give a little layout i think just uh where we'll go in this in the next 30 minutes um just on this issue of manhood i uh, just want to drill in do a little history of a uh, man camp that we do there at uh, at crossroads um but a little history we just want to talk about the sacredness of place how important a place is Right, yeah. To gather around, to be at, to, to have heritage, history, um, that, that's built into us. It's a biblical thing. Place is important. The other thing is just to, um, the issue of brotherhood, the issue of the relational context. We see, obviously, for Jesus, he modeled. He had his disciples, he had his inner circle. Yeah. The yeah. brotherhood was critically important, and that's just the very essence, right, of, of manhood. And um, so I just want to drill in those two big categories and, uh, and just maybe tell some of us just tell our stories a little bit. But stepping back, at least for me, um, I know this started, this journey, it, it awakened, you know, um, for me uh, with, uh, as soon as I had a son, you know, in the yeah. sense of journey with him, I had to think through all these things, um, you know, manhood, what is that, what is how to raise a boy and, and make him a man, right? And uh, so we started man on this reason, several dads and we all, uh, you know, at the church, we all yeah. started this back when Jonathan was about five. Because that's when you first can go to main camp, which is coming up yeah. June, June 10th June through the 12th. 12th. And so sign yeah. up. And uh, again, we, we really uh, value, we'll talk about this, but we want single moms to be able to send their sons. We Absolutely. have dads who would yep. love to take any boys that would like to go and uh, kind of... Oh, well, we've already had like two single moms who have their boys signed up and ready to go. Amen. And we've got guys that are going to come alongside and take them. Yeah, that's fantastic. So I know for Jonathan, we start back in a group of us did a, a thing called Raising a Modern Day Night where yeah. we had different times, right, throughout different birthdays. First was five years old. That was man camp. And yeah. um, then I took uh, the kids. I did this with our daughters as well. At nine, we did a big father, daughter, father, son getaway. And then at 13 was the big kind of, um, you know, releasing into manhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah. I were here this weekend. And uh, Chris has got his son Samuel, Bryant has Brooks, who's turning 13, and we're doing that for him. Jonathan's getting ready to drive in, and, you know, Jonathan's 20, you know, <laughs> so he, but he's been a part yeah. of that with many other boys, right, and dad's in this wonderful process to just uh, bring a blessing, right, and really launch Brooks and have other fathers and men, right, speaking into um, his life. And... Uh, you know, and Chris, you've taken the man camp thing. We started it back when Jonathan yeah. was five, and now, man, it's cranking. It's exciting to see, watch the dads and sons interact. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. And, and really yeah. um, 
uh, you know, and help them, you know, learn some basic kind of skills. But more than that, right, it's just talking about what biblical manhood, um, right, is all about. So uh, for me, let me just share a couple of things. We talked, we're going to talk about two things, many aspects of this whole thing. But one is this idea to throw out of the sacredness of place, how important place is. And I know for me, obviously, as I mentioned this ranch, this place, um, that uh, Brett is a friend of ours, Moody, who uh, owns this place. We've hunted for years and had our children out here. We do Sukkot. This is where Sukkot happens, where we have a bunch of families come every year to do life together and, uh, and just... To bless the family, right? Be in worship as a family together. But I know for me, I go all the way back from my childhood is my grandfather uh, had a ranch not an hour away from here, actually. And uh, there was a place on that ranch, on the bluff, that for me, uh, I would say is a sacred place. As a young, young boy, um, going there, um, and all the way to any major decision I've ever made in life um, is that I would go to that's That's the place. I would go, I'd pray, I would wait, and just spend time. Um, with the Lord, it is a sacred place. It's one of those places that where God meets me. We see this in the in the Bible, and um, and I think there's something that's important, you know, to to have right to build those places, and that's mm-hmm. kind of why we're here is to yeah. kind of stamp this experience with a special place, right? And uh, it doesn't have to be fancy, but there's yeah. something about place, right? That's that's super important to right build in um, to the the heritage of all that. Um, so maybe Chris, throw it to you, and then we'll come, Brian. Yeah. Just any thoughts on that place when you think about that, growing up yourself, and then what you yeah. want to and tried to maybe instill in, um, you know, uh, in your son Samuel for yeah. this. No, I mean when I think about sacred, sacred place, I mean it's like for me it always goes back to Camp Cherokee mm-hmm. and Boy Scouts, yeah. you know, because so many of my summers were spent there, whether it was a week or whether it was two weeks. But a lot of the decisions that got poured into me to help me become a man was at Camp Cherokee because, you know, it was a crash course of manhood as far as you're getting different merit badges, you're with other, you're in the brotherhood of men, the scoutmaster, the assistant scoutmaster, other leaders at camp. And so that was a place where we could really see like, oh, this is a man, like the Wranglers who would, you know, be in charge of the horses, you know, they were like high school and college guys, but, you know, they were in a position of authority and they they understood how to handle horses, um, the archery course people, the rifle course people. And so, like, for me, the Boys, Boy Scouts was definitely a place, and it was Camp Cherokee. It's where we went every year, and it was kind of sacred. You know, my brother has gone back at times to Camp Cherokee. Or Camp Cherokee, yeah. and then he'll send me photos. He's like, "Dude, I just had to go out to Camp Cherokee today. Right. Had the day off, and you're just like, wow, you know." Yeah. And so there is that kind of drawing place. And how is that the experience? Have you, have you built that in with your relationship with your son? Well, Samuel? I mean, you know, when we started it with Samuel, definitely like man camp yeah. there up at you know the mm-hmm. Challenge Aspen property. Yeah. yeah. And so I mean, you know, he I took him there when he was five. I didn't even produce it that year. That was a year you were kind of yeah. more in production with yeah. Greg Weisner and yeah. Bryant. And, you know, and then we just continued having it there. And so it wasn't until, like, really, you know, last year mm-hmm. was our first year not there. And so, like, basically two years ago, you know, the crush of COVID when we were out there, yeah. 
I knew that was the last time, and so I had yeah. to go to every station, and I just had all those memories with Samuel. He yeah. had memories. He knew he was leaving that place, and that wasn't going to be where it was in before. Yeah. And so we've instilled that sacred place in him that there yeah. are those places yeah. that are just thin, yeah. Yeah. you know, where God moves. Mm. And so you're looking for those thin places, and yeah. sometimes you might have to find them in the most yeah. unsuspecting areas. Right. Yeah, and I think yeah. you know it doesn't have to be a, a, a fancy yeah. place or a ranch or whatever it is. Yeah, There's um, nothing fancy about the challenge asking property. Lots yeah. of adventure, but yeah, like, yeah, pretty rugged. Yeah, yeah pretty rugged. Like. Mm-hmm. But what would you say, Chris, just to someone who's listened to this man? They've been they've grown up in the city. You know what I mean? And they yeah. they've been around cement and, and city and traffic. Yeah. And, you know, haven't had a chance maybe to even get out into the wild. Well, what would it look well, like I mean, for a father and a son or a single mom, whatever it may yeah. be, single dad? Right, to, to create this kind of importance of, of time well, I mean, and you know, place. with Like, uh, I mean, I grew up in the inner city. Mm-hmm. And so Champ, yeah. Camp Cherokee was a sacred place because it got us into the wilderness. Boy mm-hmm. Scouts got us outdoors. My dad loved the outdoors. Yeah. But, I mean, for me, I had special parks that I had special times with my dad yeah. or special times with my mom, you yeah. know, yeah. whether that was the neighborhood park. And, you know, we did have a neighborhood park that was a place that we spent a great deal of time as a family. Yeah. So it was kind of a sacred place. Like, yeah. you know, your dad teaching our yard wasn't really big enough yeah. to, you know, catch football or mm-hmm. learn how to throw baseball. Yeah. And so being in the park with dad and then just seeing that, mm praise from him of, hey, good throw, hey, great catch, you know, or, yeah. you know, get some of his friends together, and they would play, you know, touch football, mm-hmm. and, you know, and you get to play with them, and so there's always an opportunity, but it is, and sometimes, and I mean, it could be a Starbucks, yeah. like if it's a dad and a daughter, right. sacred place could be yeah. a Starbucks, I mean, yeah. you know, my daughters mm-hmm. love it if I'm like, hey, let's just go into town, mm-hmm. catch the bus, let's go to Starbucks, yeah, know? right, you know, and it's just that kind of special time, so, I think, you know, it's not so much about the location. I mean, I think when we talk about manhood, we want to, you know, push to that outdoor experience mm-hmm. if possible. Mm-hmm. But even a park, any place that you speak into your children's life mm-hmm. and you do it repetitively in the yeah. same place, yeah. that can become a thin yeah. place yeah. where God moves. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. And, and So let's drill a little deeper. Yeah. Maybe just why this idea for manhood, why if you can... There's something uh, so deep, and, and we'll move to you, Brian, here, but, uh, you know, just back to the garden, right? Is it man was created from the dust outside of the garden, right? And, and uh, there is this thing, this kind of primal, right, that is uh, this deep inside us to get out, adventure. You see yeah. it around the world in different cultures. As boys become men, they have yeah. different rituals that test their masculinities as we go all the way back to be the provider what is it? to be the protector right to be the priest of of the house to, and to come into that god yeah. given role that god has given them and uh, there's something about just uh, uh, the adventure of being in the wild um that brings that stuff out that yeah. it, it, you know it, it's not just the adventure itself but it's actually the relational the deep spiritual stuff that happens so Brian, maybe just share your your uh, just the idea of sacred space, and then we'll transition into the importance of the relational content, right? The brotherhood that obviously goes along with that. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I think one of the reasons I chose um, Iron Horse for this weekend, a special weekend for Brooks, you know, turning 13, and this transition and you know launching him into manhood was um, just the sacredness of it in terms of. Brooks, you know, since he was born, we've been coming here every year uh, to this place. Uh, like you said, we're celebrating uh, Sukkot together with with so many so many men and 
men and women, really, um, and other and other kids. And let me just stop you there, just for our listeners. Sukkot, just a real quick. That is just the last of the Jewish feast. We call it Sukkot because in that is where the Israelites would gather every year together, uh, and they tabernacle. They would set up tents and they would basically camp together as families all yeah. together. And that's the principle here every year is just a bunch of families coming together. Brett opens the ranch up. Come, we camp together, we worship together, we, and, and just building a heritage, right, as families blessing our children for that sacred place and, and that spiritual heritage. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and just along that journey, you know, and just just thinking of the men, you know, what I, what I realized and recognized with Brooks and, and what he has and with what we have is in, in this relational uh, piece, you know, of, of godly men, you know, and when I think of manhood, I think not necessarily macho or, or, or you know, manly things uh, that, that we think of when we hear that word manhood, um, but more also just just ma- just the marriage of godliness yeah. and, 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 the, and the pursuit of holiness, and, and the, that's the reason why, you know, when we all got together and yeah. I said, hey, which men would I, would I love to have in Brooks's life um, going forward? And, you know, you've all heard uh, terms like, hey, it takes a village. Yeah. Uh, there's stats yeah. on, you know, it takes so many different men speaking into to a, to yeah. a son or, or a boy's life mm. uh, to have great impact on him, rather outside of just the father, right? Yeah. And so I said, well, you know, you guys are all men who I've journeyed with for over a decade, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and have witnessed your character, God, the godliness of your character um, with, with Steve and Chris and, and, and Brett. And I said, well, what better uh, group of men uh, to experience and, and to, to, for Brooks to have speaking into his life? You know, so when I, when I think of the sacredness of, of God's design, um, when it comes to manhood, yeah. And, and yeah. the, the importance of having godly men, which we've seen all throughout Scripture, you yeah. know, of godly men speaking mm-hmm. into other other uh, kids and, and, and sons and so forth, um, and the impacts of that mm-hmm. in, in his life going going ahead, you know. And for me, you know, growing up, I didn't have that. You know, yeah. I had I had other people speaking into my life, mm-hmm. and there weren't godly men. And you know, even though it, see, it appeared to be manhood, it was yeah. kind of this this. This farce, you know, yeah. it was mm-hmm. it, it was fake. It's what the world would pr- project as being manhood when it really wasn't, you know, macho and, and, and everything. But but it wasn't really truly manhood. And so mm-hmm. I just realized that was a word for me for that he gave Brooks is that how rare uh, it is what he has today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, to have yeah. godly men, and, and I think even in our day and time today, it's even more rare than mm-hmm. it was when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, God can redeem anything, obviously, and um, he redeemed that in me, but yeah. but just recognizing that and the importance of it mm. to have godly men surrounding mm. him and the sacredness of that, yeah. you know, um, speaking promises into his life mm. and, and recognizing the godly things um, in him and calling those things out and, in, and bringing encouragement and so forth. Um, it's just a beautiful um, yeah. sacredness. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. powerful, you know, and you, you've kind of bridged over, you know, uh, it, you know, connecting these two go intimately together, the sacredness of place, but it has to be about, right, the relational context, right, yeah, the deep yeah. friendship, right, that are healthy. And, you know, today everybody's about adventure, everybody's about going to special travel places, but all that is empty, right? I mean, I, getting older now, I look back, it's not so much yeah. the places or the, even the adventures, but it was who I did it with, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's most important, right, the brotherhood and 
And uh, we see Jesus blend these two together, right? Yeah. He got up early, went to the solitary place. He took his guys with him right into those places. Yeah. As we talked about, 23-mile hike to Caesarea Philippi to teach them one lesson on the gates of hell, right? To drill home and to ask them who they thought he was, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you see all through there, over and over again, and obviously, ultimately, climaxing in Jerusalem, right? Yeah. The place, the sacredness of that place. But with that, the sacredness of... Um, the brotherhood, right, yeah. is deep, deep relationships, and uh, that's what we look back. That's what it's it's about, and we need, um, you know, to have, as you say, Brian, just a healthy context of, of godliness, of encouragement, and uh, of what that means. And boy, we need that today because, as we've talked about, right, yeah. man has been deconstructed, has been, you know, shoved aside, redefined, and, and so confusing. So we really have to do a, 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 wor- a lot of work, I think, and this is where the church and the mm-hmm. community can help in. Um, and you know, it really to, to restore that. But just any thoughts on that relational piece, the brotherhood piece, how important that is to build healthy, godly relationships where there is this mutual encouragement, right, of, of what it is to be a godly man, right? A, a real man in God's eyes, not, you know, macho in your camo, as we say, but, uh, yeah. you know, uh, the camo's fine. We're in our camo a lot here, yeah. hunting. All these things are great if you like them, but the ultimate issue is. What is it to be a godly, you know, man before God, right? Mm. Yeah, I would, I would say, you know, for, for me, just, just seeing that, you know, teaching someone about manhood is not necessarily an event. You know, it's a lifetime. You know, and I, I, that's why I say, you know, I think just, just yeah. the, the idea that he, Brooks is, you know, he's, he, you guys have been in his life since he was born, um, and Brett as well, and. Um, you know, just seeing that he gets to see that reflection of that, you know, um, and get to see the, and witness that from a relational um, mm-hmm. standpoint because we've, we've done things together. We've done main camp every year together. Yeah. We've done mm-hmm. Sukkot every year together. Um, we, we, we journey um, in our hometown together, um, and we do a lot of togetherness, you know, and just the relation, relational piece of that where it's not just uh, a man speaking um, but also living um, yeah. A godly life and, and, and him seeing that and being exposed to that, yeah. um, and that goes that, that would go for an adult for that matter. I mean, it doesn't have to yeah. be a child, but right. an adult witnessing that with mm-hmm. another adult, mm-hmm. you know, where it's not just um, hey my words, but it's also yeah. word and deed mm-hmm. and, and, and power. And so I think, man, just for him to be uh, uh, surrounded by that mm-hmm. and to be living that and experiencing witnessing witnessing Fantastic. that is, is a Something he'll never forget, yeah. you know. He'll never forget it, and and it's forming within him something that we can't even see, you know. It's something mm-hmm. forming within him in his soul, mm-hmm. you know. And, there, and, and you know, you talked about this a little bit about, you know, God, the sacredness of what God and His design, how He's created us and boys and men mm-hmm. in particular, um, is that um, there's this yearning within every boy's soul to want to go and do these these types of things. Absolutely. And he's yearning and, and longing for mm-hmm. a godly man mm-hmm. to speak into his life because mm-hmm. that's, we right. know that's what God wants, right? right? Yeah. Right. And so when, 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 a, when a son or when a boy doesn't have that, he's yearning for it and longing right. for it. He's either going to find it, right. um, he's going to seek it out, or someone's going to... Uh, uh, well, there's going to be a counterfeit. Yeah, or in. somebody else is yeah. going to come in yeah. and try to fill that void. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's, there's, so that, for me, to be intentional about that, you know, just to, to, to do that now rather than, hey, my son's in trouble and I need some help. I mean, obviously, any of us could get it. Anybody could get into that, that position, and, and that's, that's noble as well to, to recognize that, right? And so yeah. to, 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 
change course right in someone's life but to head that off be intentional about that I think is is extremely critical in creating godly men you know it's fantastic Um, we talked earlier today right about what you're saying here is why are boys so so into you know violent video games yeah there's a reason. Why do those things sell like crazy? Why are they addicted? Because that's pulling something that we've all said as a culture negative. It's yeah. actually there's something very much in there about being a man and that having a fight, having a battle to fight, right? Yeah. And uh, it just needs to be channeled in the right direction, right? And given a wholeness there. So, Chris, any thoughts on the relational brotherhood piece? I mean, yeah, like the relational brotherhood piece. And, I mean, you got to, you know, break it all down because it's not just, you know, guys and boys and, you know, it's just a brotherhood of men who come together with a common cause. And then when you bring a bunch of guys together that have a common ca- common cause that says, you know, God is center. He is in the highest place then that's that common cause that every young boy sees, even a young adult, somebody who hasn't had it before. And so, yeah, just that brotherhood that we are all focused and all accountable. It's one of the things that we teach at man camp, like, you know, man is motivated, accountable, and noble. And that accountable piece is that we're all accountable to God. And then in that, we all agree to be accountable to each other. That's it. And so we all need that accountability. We need other men speaking into our lives when we've done something good, giving us encouragement. And also maybe when we're slippery on a slope that doesn't, you know, go anywhere. Um, Just jumping back to sacred place and community, I just want to encourage, like, you know, anybody listening, like, you know, I've got... You know, six members in my family, including me, and dinner time is a sacred place. That's wonderful. Yeah. You know, like that. You know, people are like, hey, what's your happy place? My happy mm-hmm. place is breakfast time at the table and dinner time at the table because those are the two times my family will gather around the table, and that's sacred. Yeah. You know, and it's like community. It should be. It yeah, should it's be. community with yeah. all of us, and so. You know, if you don't have, you know, dinner together mm-hmm. and you're looking for a sacred place, then just establish that. Because, I mean, in that one statement, the, the role of the father for the daughter, yeah. we are showing her what she seeks as a husband. Yeah, right. And so she's going to look for a husband that says dinner mm-hmm. time is important. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we're showing our boys, this is how you lead your family. And so just even starting with... Getting dinner on the table and the family gathered can become a sacred place where you start pouring into both daughters and sons. It's fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. that's a great... So just as we wrap up here, maybe just that's a fantastic uh, place to to start, just a practical thing. But just uh, any just final, just some practical things. If somebody's listening and boy, what, you know, my son, where do I start? You know, if it's a father, if it's a single mom, right? Um, uh, where do, you know what, what encouragement can we give? Just uh, as steps and practical things, just moving forward here. I mean, I mean, when you look at practical, like single moms, you you, you let us know what you need, and then yeah. we will meet that need. It's not ours to judge the need, mm-hmm. but I think if you're a single mom with daughters or boys, they need that father role. They need that man in their life. And then communicate that to us. And, and that should be met by the church community, yeah, the, church the church family. Community, That's what it's yeah. there for. You know, and so we, we can provide those things and try to help connect, you know, beyond, you know, just like a mentor, but somebody else that can speak into those lives. I mean, I think of, 
you know, Eddie mm -hmm. and his role with, mm -hmm. you know, a fatherless son and yeah. just, just boom, they're Our, there every man camp ready to go, signed up, and then he's still reaching out to him yeah. throughout the year. And so he's got this big role. And so, yeah, and so just basic things, man camp, mm -hmm. um, church on Sundays, you know, as, you, as your children move to middle school, get them into XGT. Um, if you're a single parent, you know, being involved in the Sunday school program at church, just wherever you are, if you're not in Aspen, then wherever you are, but being in those communities that put your kids around other adults that are seeking to please God first. Yeah, yeah. And I think we all can yeah. say that, look, in our culture today, it's like we've thrown this up as you can define it however you want to. Well, mm -hmm. if you're a follower of Christ, then the Bible has to instruct has us to on it. what it is. And so as a father... Right, we are primarily responsible for bringing that identity, that definition, yeah. that into our sons' lives, and to work with others as well. Yeah. Right, of what is God's design in this and fleshing that out. Brian, any yeah. final thoughts? Yeah, I think for me, you know, uh, just the intentionality mm -hmm. uh, of looking, asking God, what, what are those sacred places, and, and defining those in your life, and and, and and being an example to your your kids. You know. Um, you know, for me, you know, one of those sacred places is prayer. And, yeah. and, you know, prayer and in the Word, devotion to the Word, and, and hearing the voice of God. And, you know, my, my kids see that when they wake up in the morning. We all know how, how big the struggle is to, yeah. to, to fight for that sacredness, <laughs> and that sacred place of quiet time and prayer with the Lord. You know, you yeah. have to get up really early in my house, you know, because the kids are stirring or whatever yeah. at a certain time. And I know for most everyone else it's the same. Um, but, but just fighting for that and being intentional about it and, and, and not... Not out of um, a religious or rudeness, but yeah. out of uh, hunger for God, right? Yeah. And, and our kids see that, and, and they're like sponges, you know, and, yeah. and, and other people see it as well. And so just be, being devoted to that, you know, and, and, and just encouraging people to, to write these things down, to, to ask God, what, what does it look like in your life? What are those sacred spaces? What do they look like? And how do I get there, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it just starts with... with behavioral changes or whatever you know whether it's prayer in the morning yeah um and and, and, and prayer with your children like for me another say that sacred place i carry it into the evening with my kids and pray with them every night we read the word every night and I, as i put them to bed every night even you know even with brooks being 13 oh, yeah. you know and, our, and, and, and caleb being 11 and, and titus mm -hmm. eight now um is that that time is sacred to them yeah. you know and it's amazing how if we just miss it or, 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 or something you know, is always challenging or challenging us or, or competing with that time, right? Um, if, if something throws it off, you've you got to quickly get back into that. Yeah. Otherwise, it's, it's no longer sacred. You yeah, know? Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah. It starts to be eroded, mm -hmm. and that's the enemy's tactic, right? Yeah, and so yeah, I just think guarding sacred place, you know, mm -hmm. defining it, being intentional about it, yeah. and guarding that. And yeah. um, can't overstate that enough or... or yeah. um, overlook that you know it's just so critical man um, and my kids know that i mean it, and it's it is it's building within within them a hunger and desire yeah. for god yeah. because they're experiencing that sacredness on a daily basis you yeah. know it's not just a, a once a month or once a week but man just and, and i learned that from you bro i mean just yeah. just I, yeah. steve and i would travel together and, and i'm like man this guy we're, we're traveling you know um yeah. he, he's up early in the morning and, and constantly in the word and and, and, I, and I see that, so I've, I've experienced that through witnessing that with other men, mm -hmm. you know, with you guys being in my life, and, 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 and just mm -hmm. to be able to see and know the power of that, that transformation that it can have in somebody, yeah. to, to transfer that to, to your own 
And then the joy of seeing your your son or your daughter, right, rising early, right, to set their identity, set their relationship first thing in the morning, first thoughts, right, heavenward to their heavenly father. To me, there's no greater task of an earthly father, right, Mm -hmm. is to point your children to the heavenly father. Mm -hmm. No greater joy. No greater joy. No greater joy, right, than to see my children walking the truth, you know. Uh, I I mean, that's it, you know, that's that's wonderful. Um, Well, gosh, guys, that's just great stuff, man. I I appreciate each of you guys. Uh, Chris leading the way with man, Kent leading the way with our children, our families. Brian, obviously, is a leader in the church with your own, you know, children and just journeying together uh, intimately uh, in the brotherhood. And, um, boy, it does take a village, right, in the healthy sense of that, right, the community of believers. Um, And, uh, boy, we want that for everybody. So just wrapping things up, if you're listening to this, let us know how we can help. If you have any questions, main camp's coming up. Call Chris, get signed up. Let us know how we can help. If you are listening to this and you're not um, in the Aspen community or part of Crossroads Church, um, if there's anything we can do, um, Chris, well, how can they contact us? Okay, so yeah, we can always be reached at rootissues at ccaspen.com. You can send that email. I will be on it and we will get in touch with you. Um, Brian, one last thing. I mean, I love just like a sacred place isn't so much a physical location as an activity or something where you are intentional. Mm-hmm. I think sacred places come with intentionality. Like this ranch here is cool, mm-hmm. but you've come here with intentionality in the past, and now you've come here again with intentionality to use it as a staging point as you launch your boys into manhood. Mm-hmm. And so intentionality is so big on that. And so be intentional. Reach out to us. Um, get help. Um, ask questions, challenge our thoughts, and we just thank you so much for listening to your midweek joke, Root Issues. We hope it spurred some thought in you, and thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.